This week on Voice Over Voices, we're delving into the world of voice acting in Germany, including voicing games and audiobooks, working in German and English, the importance of friends in our digital neighborhood, snow kisses, Disney villains, plus we try a new game and chat about pigeons. <laughs> And welcome back to VoiceOver Voices, the podcast where we delve into the wordy world of voiceovers. Each episode, you'll meet a professional voice artist, find out who they are and how they got into this work, and listen while we run through some slightly ridiculous script games, which are based on the kind of jobs we tackle on any given day in the studio. I'm Kathy Ogden, and I'm a voice artist, singer, songwriter, and now podcaster. A voice artist needs to be able to sight-read scripts, take direction, interpret the client's brief, create characters, moderate their vocal tone, flip from character to character, and somehow manage to do all this within a tight time limit. It's an intensely focused kind of job, and people come into it from all sorts of different backgrounds. And what's more, nobody really knows who we are. We're largely invisible to all but our agents, clients, and each other. Well, I'm changing all that, so on with the show. My guest this week on VoiceOver Voices is the delightful Henrika Turnus, who is joining us from her hometown of Kastrop Rauxel in Germany, which is about an hour from Cologne. Henrika is a bilingual voice artist who completed a master's degree in English and comparative literature at Ruhr University Bochum, whilst earning money from singing, moderating events, coaching, and organizing theatre productions for kids. She also trained as a certified drama teacher at this time. Henrika became a freelance university teacher in 2009, teaching English, presentation, communication, body language, and voice coaching. In 2015, Henrika took a voice acting class for fun and found out she had a talent for it. Not surprising, really. But she was busy starting a family, so put the voiceovers on hold until 2018. Now, voice acting has taken over from teaching, and Henrika's voiceovers include audiobooks, ads, games, radio plays, and she particularly loves doing anything to do with narrating children's books and games. Her ultimate dream is to become the voice of a Disney villain, which I'm hoping I might be able to help her with. On top of all that, Henrika has two beautiful kids and is a podcaster too. I can't wait to find out all about Henrika and the world of voiceover work in Germany. So, welcome to Voiceover Voices, Henrika Turnus. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. What a lovely introduction. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that's you. Well, that's, that's, that's me. That's a little bit of you, anyway. <laughs> so, there's vastly more to Henrika Turnus than that, but that's the oh nutshell. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's the nutshell. That sounds, from your mouth, it sounds really impressive. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way, though. <laughs> well, it is very impressive. You wanted to, orig you, originally you wanted to act or direct. Yeah, that's right. I loved watching TV. I loved being in the theater. And I very soon found out, hey, these are people who, it's their job 
to yeah. play these characters and that's a job and I, I thought hey I want this and then you know all the things that you do as a child you go to your school's theater classes and stuff like that and I I auditioned I even auditioned for a musical that was coming to a neighboring town Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat oh, well. I wanted to be in that but I was too tall for the <laughs> children's choir I was as tall as the guy playing Joseph, so that might have been a bit weird. How tall um, are you? How, how many? I'm one uh, meter seventy centimeters. So okay, we're about I the same know. height, I think. Oh, that's I'm, great. I'm five eight and a half in feet. All right. I'm just as an aside. I had to play Little John in my school's production of Robin Hood and Sherwood how Forest. How cool is that? Well, because cool. I was taller than the boys, so. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I was always taller than the boys until sixth grade. Then I finished growing and uh-huh. they just kept on getting taller and taller. Yeah. And then I was the smallest afterwards. Well, I, I survived so, it. <laughs> so you you weren't in Joseph and his amazing technique. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Oh. But I, you know, I pursued these things and whenever I could get my hands on uh, a possibility to be on stage I did it and I took singing lessons um, I loved musical I kind of thought I could get into that because I was always so fascinated with these characters with the roles that were there to play mm-hmm. and then I got the opportunity um, in Germany in Munich there is a very good acting school a very prestigious one mm-hmm. uh, and Because I also have family in Munich, I was allowed to do an internship there for my school. So in Germany, in 10th grade, you have to do a three-week job internship somewhere, your choice. And I got a special permission to go to Munich and to to do an internship at that acting school, actually. Wow. Which was great because I was there at the time also when they were auditioning for the new class. That was in January. Mm -hmm. And then I saw... The reality of it, which was 1,200 people auditioning for 10 places in the next class. And I mean, I got to see some auditions. I got to be the, you know, assistant that they used to play to, you know, like giving cues and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was very interesting. But then I thought, oh, my God, (laughs) you know, out of 1,200 for 10 or 12 maximum, a class of 12. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then I thought, okay, maybe maybe not acting school, but still I could never really let go of it. I did internships in different theatres here. I also was assistant to some theatre directors here um, because, yeah, I just have this passion for it. Then at some point I realised, okay, you always have to work when the others don't. <laughs> You know, as an actor or director, you're right. always working basically at the time when everybody else is free to go uh, somewhere yeah, good else. Point. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Also, what I didn't like, um, and I don't know how this is over there in Australia, but here at the theatres where I was, it's very tough there. So there's a lot of elbowing. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a lot of, mm. hey, I want to get on top of everybody else, uh, no matter the cost. And... That's not true for those actors who've made it, you know, who are maybe the leads or something like that. But, you know, the growing mass of people, I was just the assistant and they 
treated me well. It wasn't very nice. It, you know, I'm a team player. I don't. I like to be social. I like yeah. to be you know sociable, and I I don't like this competition thing. No, I, don't like uh, I, it I also. No. And the nice thing is I didn't have to do it. And then I just decided to study and and see where that got me. And And uh, you chose yeah. English and uh, and literature. And literature, yeah. So English Originally, and comparative literature. What was the comparative yeah. bit of that? That's the that's what the studies are called, comparative okay. literature, okay. because for example, you you compare different ways of say how is Watson as a character, for for example, in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. How is what is the Watson character? Mm -hmm. And then you take the original and compare it to maybe modern interpretations Got or uh, in okay. a thriller and these things. Or you have a topic which is called literature and violence, and then you look at how is violence portrayed or shown in literature. Got or, it. You know all yeah. these things. Very interesting. Yeah. And I took it. Originally, because I thought, okay, with this, you get a lot of material for later directing work, you know, because uh -huh. you you get into these works of literature, you get into interpretation and all of this. And I thought this was really interesting. Yeah. And it was, but it never got me where I initially thought it would. <laughs> but, well, in my master's thesis, I got to um, analyze Harry Potter books. So because I was looking <gasps> oh. at... The benevolent ghost in children's literature. So, oh, and what a in Harry gorgeous Potter then. subject! Isn't oh it? Goodness. Isn't it? And then I get to compare all of the children's books and look at the benevolent ghosts which are in it, which help the main characters develop and things like that. So, Aww. I loved that. That's, <laughs> wow, that is amazing! And so you came through that. So, tell me about teaching in university. There, were you? Were you? You say you're freelance teaching. Did that mean going mm -hmm. to various different universities or? Like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that means okay. I'm free as a bird. I can, uh, you know, they they come with a course. They need a teacher. They ask me. I say yes or no, Got basically. It. Okay. Um, I well, you kind of audition for teaching as well, and from there it developed. And I somehow at my alma mater, I became the go-to girl. Like, hey, we need something with body language. Oh, uh, <laughs> can't you do that? Oh, yeah, okay, I can. Uh, and I always say yes. You know, when people come with interesting products, when they come to me, I tend to say yes if I somehow have the feeling I can fill the shoes that they're offering me. Yeah. Um, then I say yes because I learn from it. <laughs> yeah, love that. absolutely. So communication, body language, voice coaching, all of those things. That's yeah, and presentation as well. Because you do that. Do you do that now as well? You, you oh, do I still do. Yeah, yeah, I still all of do. Those things. Yeah. yeah, right. Got it. Yeah, and so, then the bilingual thing. Yeah, it helps you also because, of course, at universities in Germany, uh, English is becoming more and more important. So. They need it. And then you do these soft skill classes in English. Like uh, mm -hmm. I will be teaching a body language seminar in English so that they can learn more English and body oh, language at the same time. I see. That makes so much <laughs> sense. Okay. Yeah. I've been to Germany a few times. I've been to Berlin, Ooh, uh, nice. which I loved. And it's interesting that German people who can speak English speak it so beautifully It just sounds so lovely. Think so? Oh God, yes, I really do. All right. You know, as a German, <laughs> yeah, as a German, you sometimes don't think it because if they if they can't do the sounds nicely, then it sounds like this. 
And this is not very good, I think. <laughs> that's me when I'm doing a really bad German accent. Apologies. Massive apologies. No, that's fine. You know, we all love stereotypes. Come on, don't we? Of course. <laughs> well, there's a stereotypical Australian accent. You know, I mean, that are. What, what does that pretty... sound like? What, well, what that'd that be the good eye, mate, you know? That'd be the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. That's, Good night, uh, mate. That's that's the the crocodile Dundee kind of thing. Oh yeah, right. Or, or, or that's not a knife. <laughs> that's a knife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we don't all speak like that. Clearly, we don't mm. all speak like that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, funny. Right. So, and then in 2015, mm-hmm. you took a voice acting class. So tell me about that. Like, how how did that come about, and what happened as a result? Well. So here in Germany, we have a lot of nice, I don't, I'm sure you have that in Australia too, radio plays for kids. There are iconic characters and there are cassettes. We listen to cassettes with stories, with plays. And I always loved that. And then once I was in an improv show and one of my colleagues started to develop a scene where he kind of entered as a narrator Mm -hmm. and made this so beautifully. And we got to play the scenes then. And I thought, hey, wow, just with the voice. He was just sitting on the side of the stage. He did nothing. But he he narrated this so beautifully. And I thought, oh, my God, this is so cool. Mm. Also, Germany is a big dubbing nation. We have, I think, I think one can safely say we have the best dubbing in the world, almost, because wow. no film is really played here in, in theatres, no movies in, in the original. We dub this. So, so but all, in a, all American, everything. all f- British, everything. No everything. Japanese, wow. you call it out. And ah. um, it's on a really high level. So we have voice actors who, who do that so brilliantly that you don't even realize. So mm. they actually copy what the colleagues do on screen one-to-one only behind the microphone. This is amazing. Wow. And, and this was also something that I thought was f- a fascinating job. And then there was this opportunity for this course in Berlin where a lot of, well, big colleagues, the, the big names of the biz offered a one-week workshop with different genres, you know, yeah. um, comic, uh, film, but also uh, documentaries and, and audiobook narration. So you could just go and and look at this buffet of things and just learn from the best. Oh, how and uh, they put you, you know, they put you into the into the studio and said, OK, let's dub this scene. You play that character, you play that. And, you, you know, you have to get the breathing right and everything has to be lip sync. You know? Yeah. And that's that's such a great work. And that was so interesting. And then I caught fire. Because it was so vers- it's also so versatile, it is, you know. Isn't it? It's the, lovely. The things yeah. that you can do with your voice, it's yeah. oh, so many facets. And yeah, I caught fire, and then um, <laughs> I had to burn for a bit because I was pregnant at the time. Ah, okay. Um, and you yeah, have t- you have so. two. Yeah, two daughters. They're two now daughters. three and five. Oh. So they're now big enough, and and I can you know I can go. Go for it now. I bet you read an amazing kid's story to them when you. <laughs> I love doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, at the moment, I don't get to choose the stories I want to read. <laughs> My oldest is now very much into uh, unicorns okay. and uh, also into dinosaurs. Excellent. Uh, so the the bridge. <laughs> 
to, you know, to bridge these two is really tough. And there's not really, so maybe that's a market gap. There's not really a good children's book about unicorns and dinosaurs. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking if I ever wrote a kid's book, it's going to you know, include unicorns that. and dinosaurs. I love that. Yes, please. What a brilliant yes. idea. And it has to be a pink T-Rex with glitter on it. Then oh, we're good to go. Then my we're good favorite to go. kind of T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, but the, I mean, these unicorn books, I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to, but they are really, let's say, um, there are better books to read from and wow, more interesting that was, that stories. Very diplomatic of you. Henrika. Thank you. Thank you. I planned to, <laughs> <Well done. laughs> to say <laughs> oh, Funny. Well, yeah. I think on that note, we're going to do our first little two in a booth. Oh, yes. If you're Exciting. up for doing a script. I so, am. All right. So I have written this for you. Normally I do two in a booth and I do two like animals and it's kind of, I don't know whether you've listened to many. Of course of, I have. Okay. So, well, you know what two in a booth is like. For you, because you said you wanted to be a Disney villain. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided yes. <laughs> that I've got a witch and a mirror. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I've got it here. <laughs> so cool. both the witch and the mirror are pretty horrible, got to say. They're, they're a bit, they're mm-hmm. just a bit vacuous, but that's okay. So you can either be the witch or the mirror. It's up to you. Well, uh, of course, I would probably go for the witch. Okay. Then. Great. All right. I shall be the mirror. But, and no. um <laughs> and I don't know, do you do you have like a do you have a witch character in mind that you would like to just roll with? Or do you want me to spin the wheel and see if we can get a character? I don't know whether it'll work with a witch, but we'll we can up to you. What well, you like? give it a try. Yeah, give it a of try. Course. Give it a try. Of course. Let's okay. try. We Experimental read. All right. Okay. So you are going to be a <laughs> <laughs> a sexy witch. Oh. If that's okay. Right. Can that's you be a right. mean, sexy witch? Yes, of course I think I can. so. I think okay. you'd be mm-hmm. okay. All right. And I am going to be <laughs> infomercial. I'm going An to be infomercial a mirror. mirror. Yeah. Okay. So infomercial is just annoyingly selling okay yeah I'll do that all right (laughs) okay and then at the end of the thing you'll see Henrika uh regular selling Mm -hmm. voice and there you do the Mm -hmm. tag all right okay so off we go magic mirror on the wall who's the cutest witch of all you're pretty cute my witchy friend but Cruella wins for her fashion trends Cruella is just a monochrome twig She's got nothing on this stunning witch. Look, I'm just calling it as I see it, girlfriend. Your clothes are so last season, and Cruella even has a new film, which is amazing, apparently. Now you're just being mean, Mirror. (laughs) Is your Mirror... (laughs) Is your Mirror trying to tell you something? Are you still wearing last season's florals and puffy sleeves when you could be smashing life in something flattering and fashion-forward? 
Shop online now at hotwitchfashion.com. That's hot-witch-fashion.com for all your fashion-forward witches. <laughs> You're hot laughing. minus fashion. <laughs> that's how we say oh, it in Germany. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I think we'd say hot dash witch dash fashion. <laughs> you would say dash. That's funny. In Germany, we actually say minus, which I loved. And I had to hold on so hard that I didn't start laughing now <laughs> because it sounds like hot minus witch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, you were wonderful in that. I had no idea what character I was doing at all. I was just being a, a uh, mirror. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Infomercial yeah. is. Oh, can I be the mirror once? Yeah, can absolutely. Can Let's I try. Yeah, for course. Give me your witch. I would okay. like you. Okay, I'm. Shall I spin the thing? Just go for it. Uh, or go shall for I just, it. Just go for it. All right. Okay. Go for it. Here we go. Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the cutest witch of all? You're pretty cute, my witchy friend, but Cruella wins for her fashion trends. Cruella's just a monochrome twig. She's got nothing on this stunning witch. Look, I'm just calling it as I see it, girlfriend. Your clothes are so last season and Cruella even has a new film, which is amazing, apparently. Now you're just being mean, Mira. Fantastic script. Love this. Thank you. So I have to write this down. In Australia, it's dash, <laughs> minus. No, you don't say dash anyway. It's just hotwitchfashion.com, promise. All right. Yeah. So you, yeah, but you know, in Germany, that's funny. In Germany, it's very important that you also get the punctuation across oh. because how else would people know how to type it? Oh, you my know? gosh. Is it one word? Is it two words? I... Is there a, you know... Oh, that's I see. amazing. Sorry. That's sorry, how we sorry. do it over that's here. Good. But really we're good. very German. You, you know, <laughs> we're very correct. <laughs> very punctual. And, you know, talking Actually, stereotypes, it would there's probably, where we fulfill it. Here it would be. <laughs> you, you're right. You know, you should put the punctuation in. <laughs> <laughs> if, the thing is, in, if you don't use punctuation, it's all one word. But since yeah. you didn't say hot witch fashion one word i would have to say it like that i get it yeah yeah, yeah. no you're right actually in in the name of an actual or, uh, company or organization or something i would have to say that as well if that was in the tagline or something so correct but, yeah, I, but <laughs> I it just sounds wasn't thinking that way when it, i was yeah writing it yeah ah, anyway right. so back to you um <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what kind of work do you mainly do Oh, that, well, that's hard to say. I, um, I do a little bit of everything. The past month was a lot of gaming. Mm -hmm. um, so game characters, which I love, by the way. Oh, I, wow. Um, in the last game, I got to play, I don't know if I can say that, but I'm not saying the name of the game, so I can talk no, about the yeah. character. I got, I got to play the front singer of a metal band. <gasps> And the metal band were uh, competing with another metal band who is more metal, you know. So oh. which band is the, the metalist band of them all? And then she she's nuts and then <laughs> wants to summon a demon because that's so metal, you know. And, yeah. well, it, the demon kills her in the end. But, you know, to, to, be, to be able to play things like that. 
It's, it's so funny. That's uh, nice. And did you have to sing as well as act in it? Like, no, no, oh, sadly, okay. no. Uh, uh, I am a singer. I would have loved to. Yeah. But this was more about being, you know, a very metal person <laughs> and being more metal than the others. <laughs> That's really cool. I love it. That's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Oh. And, uh and at the other end, it's uh, audiobooks at the moment. So okay. I, I do a lot of uh, narration, like uh, nine hours, ten hours books, which is great. I've got Thriller coming out. And, uh, you know, I love everything that has to do with Britain. I was lucky enough to get a series, very nice, which is called, uh, the, su the subtitle is A Lady's Guide to Etiquette and Murder. So a cozy <gasps> crime series. Oh, that um, sounds amazing. In Victorian England. Oh. And I love this. You know, the Duchess of Duchess of something born in America uh, has to go back to Victorian London to solve the crime of the murder of her husband. Oh, that and, sounds you wonderful. Know, uh, I love this. So it's it's absolutely trivial and absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with very quirky good. British characters, you know, these, these typical lords and ladies of the... Of the so you're British, reading in yeah. German with a British accent? Uh, no, I'm, well, maybe some characters get, you know, a, a stereotype thing, you know. Yeah. But I'm reading in German, so there's yeah. this German, uh, but not with a British accent, no. Okay. This would, nobody could listen to that over here. That's right. not possible. Got it. No, okay, no. fair mm. enough. So you do for there's kind of the German version of a posh accent that you would do for those kind of characters, or how does that work? Well, um, so there would be some sort of text, and then I would put something on it that uh, would be the equivalent of what I am doing now. So uh, something it. a bit more sophisticated, maybe. Aha! Uh -huh. Okay, <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely over over the top, but. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the character. Usually I try, so in, in all of these narrations, they are not meant as comic characters. They maybe have a comic trait. Mm -hmm. And you try, of course, to work that out. But you have to take all the characters seriously in, in a book. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, can't, you can't make them fools. You can't make them look bad. Mm -hmm. you, they just have to get something to make them distinguishable from the others. And if they are described as maybe, you know, being very stiff upper lip kind of ridiculously over the top person then you can do that but mm -hmm. regularly I don't do that yeah no I get it and yeah. so what sort of preparation would you do for an audiobook do you read it through do you make notes what's your kind mm -hmm. of general thing um I of course I read it because I need to know well how the story goes and also how the characters de develop if I think about a character and then I maybe in the beginning I think oh well he's an asshole, and then at the end he develops into being the good guy, then mm -hmm. I have a problem if I don't know yeah. about this development. <laughs> True. Um, right? Yeah. So, but I that's really it. I look who's, who are the main people, and I most of the time I have I immediately have an idea what they sound like, and then I, I will maybe... If there are a lot of characters, so for example, I had an 11-hour audiobook and then there were a lot of characters in them. Now I use my phone and I speak two or three sentences in that character's voice that I think. Yeah. And I label it like maybe John, Jane and mm -hmm. so on. And then I can, if I need to, I can always go back to that if I need to switch Mm -hmm. That's the preparation I'm doing. I'm not a big note taker, I have to say. My teachers will, you know, 
um, give me a knock on the head, but I'm not a big note taker because uh, it it disturbs my reading flow. If I have too many, yeah. you know, breathe here uh, oh. and, and this is the, oh, no, I can't really do that. I'm a prima vista kind of girl most of the time. It's funny. So. It's funny you should say that. I, when I first started, I think my nerves made me take loads of notes and oh, they do I get understand. in the way. <laughs> and then yeah. the last book I did, I think all I did was I put a quick summary at the beginning of each chapter because it was the chapters were just one, two, three, four. four there, there was no there was no right. title of each mm. character uh, chapter. Sorry. It was even like three words, so-and-so mm-hmm. gets something, whatever, and that would just jog my memory as to what that chapter was about. And Oh, yeah, that's also very helpful. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of helpful. So what I sometimes do in, in complicated sentences, maybe I get into and I put a word stress, you know, so that yes. I remember, oh, my God, yeah. okay, th- th- this sentence goes on forever, like three, four, five lines long. Yeah. And then I, I just go and, and put a little mark over the words where I, that I need, that to, need be to be on point for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting because yeah. I, I think that, oh, I was just thinking back to anything else where I've taken loads of notes or made loads of notes, and it's <laughs> it's usually if if there's a lot of words that I don't normally use, like if they're foreign or they're oh yeah difficult to pronounce yeah, yeah. or they're, they're medical terminology. Medical. Very oh, nice. That's so at the moment good. I'm I'm recording. Uh, that's just funny. I'm recording an an e-learning about beekeeping you know and oh, making honey yeah it's fun but there are some words in there where you're like what uh, and i have outtakes you know i, I sometimes keep my own outtakes because <laughs> and i think it took me 10 minutes i can't remember because I, I put it out of my head as soon as i managed to say it but um it took 10 minutes to say this word you know in the sentence in a flow was yeah. impossible it's really yeah. hard. I don't remember. Oh. It was really hard. Yeah. So when you're so. recording this kind of thing, are you recording from home or in another studio? At the moment, I'm recording from home, but via Session Link Pro. So Got that's, um, uh, yeah. Do you know it? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's uh, similar well. to Source Connect, which is what I use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I have the sound engineer at the other end and they also will tell me, hey, what did you read just there? That's not what's written. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's immensely helpful. I also would go into a studio. That was now in COVID times. Of course, it was yeah. a perfect solution. Other than that, I also go to, to other studios. I would never, I have a lot of colleagues who record audiobooks completely by themselves and who also do the, the raw cut wow. and stuff. I would never do that because oh, I would go mad. I have my inner critic would just kill me, you know, if I had to do this all on my own. Oh, that's exactly what happens to me. And it does it. I can make something that is like 25 minutes worth of dialogue will take me three days to edit, you know, just mm. because I'm, mm. I go over and over and over and over. Yeah, no, I agree. I think as much as I kind of quite like editing my own stuff, oh, if it's I short. Don't. <laughs> if it's short, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but anything, yeah, I, I couldn't do an audio book from home either. I think that would just, oh. it'd be, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> let's so how, not, let's not. <laughs> so um, that's what I was going to ask you. You were talking about that acting world being very kind of cutthroat, particularly when people are sort of coming up through the ranks and trying to 
trying to get into it. Well, how do you find the, the voiceover fraternity in in your oh, part of the world? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, thank it's you for I'm so happy you said that because it's pretty amazing here too, I've got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It changed, I think, for the positive. Uh, my, ever since I'm in, I've only, really only encountered positivity, support, people who help you, you help people, and uh, and it's it's really a great connection. It really is. You know, the, the older colleagues, they tell about also, you know, very competitive and not talking to this guy or that person. I've never encountered it here. It's only only beautiful. That's and then when you say, hey, I'm coming to a different city, then you have five colleagues at hand who say, oh, oh you're coming. Let's have coffee. Please, please. We need to meet in real life. Aww. And this is this is amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. I got to say, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's like that here, and and also we met because of Teresa, Teresa Lim. That's uh, right. Who oh, is yeah. Just, I mean, she, our ambassador. <laughs> uh, she is just like the the golden girl of of voiceovers. I think worldwide, everybody just adores her. And, oh um, yes, how could you not? Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's it's people like that who lift the game of everybody else. You know, and it's just yes. Tez has just been amazing at, at creating that truly worldwide community of, of voice artists. And it's just yes. so lovely. I love hearing all the accents. I love hearing the different styles and all the things. And yeah. Oh, this voiceover challenge, amazing. isn't that fantastic? I, I mean, it's great. It is and then all these different reads and the interpretations from all over the world. This is really something that I've grown to cherish. I think I was, I was there almost from the very start. Uh-huh. So when it kind of fanned out to to other countries than uh, Australia, I kind of stumbled over this and was like, oh, my God, she's so fantastic. <laughs> and also what she does, what I admire so much, and that was actually the first time that I um, had an experience like this, she networks all over the world. And if she then needs, for example, for one um, studio for a film, she needed voice actors with a genuine German accent. And then she would oh. know, then she said, hey, uh, I need this. Can you ask some people? And then, you know, uh, all of a sudden you are in the original cast as a voice for a film uh, with Hugo Weaving, you know, wow, because wow. you can speak English with a German accent, although that was really hard for me. I, <laughs> I trained so hard to, to lose to it, and, you know, to go back, back to it. <laughs> But, you know, th- and this is amazing to how she looks at all of the talent which is around her and then she says, hey, I can instrumentalize this in a great way and yeah. I can then, you know, connect you guys. And uh, ah, this is this is a gift. It's a gift. It is. It's great. It is. She's amazing. She's just, yes. she really is. Yeah, love her to pieces. Tez, we love you. Tez, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. I will pass that on. Well, you can pass it on as well. But yes, she's just gorgeous. She's been, honestly, because I, I moved back to Australia from the UK where I was for mm. like 19 years. So I, uh, oh five God. years ago. Yeah. So I didn't know that many people still in the business. I had a few friends that were still working in voiceover, mm. but Tez was the one who really kind of just would, if she was in Sydney from Brisbane, she'd get us all together for coffee. And then she does, she's done little training things online with us, how to, yes. how to use Audacity and how to use Twisted Wave and all these things. Those kind of things are, were just invaluable. I cannot begin to tell you because... 
Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, this is this notion: you don't, you don't lose anything if you help others. No, it's, absolutely. Uh, and and I love that the voiceover industry, also here in Germany, is like that. You know that you just help each other. You just give a, you know, stirrups, and then. Uh, you know, of course, you have to fend for yourself. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, and you have to do your homework. That's yeah. I mean, but that's true for every job for for anything really. Of course. So yeah. I, uh, I love this. I'm so glad to yeah. hear it's like that. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So do you do mm-hmm. do you do much advertising work or is it more in the? Kind I've started of to side do of it. it. Okay. Started to do it. I just became a brand voice, uh, which is very very exciting for uh, Germany. And Europe for, uh-huh. so for that brand, Fantastic. so uh, German and English, which is <gasps> great. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've done you know smaller radio advertising things, also, uh, not that many yet, but that's okay. I, it's fine to start with the with the big fish as well. Absolutely, <laughs> that's, that's all Go right, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's brilliant. You know, like yeah, I've never done that before, but I can be your brand voice, no problem. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and so is that unusual for you to get something that's in German and English or yeah. For me not well I'm I've been working a lot in English also. I've uh, worked with a game trailer producer in uh, California. I've worked with some companies in UK which is cool. But uh, this is a first, you know, to be the brand voice for both. Right. English and German. Uh-huh. That's cool. That's that's a first for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very exciting first. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I would like to do a new a new script game with you. Oh. And this game. one Good. this one was because the last episode I did with the lovely Jules, we were talking about the fact that when you're in the studio doing radio ads for example, you do like mm-hmm. 5 to 15 scripts in an hour. Mhm. But when you're doing something for a big brand, you'll be doing maybe five words, but you have to do it a zillion different ways until they're happy oh, with yes. it and the emphasis changes and the style changes and all that kind of stuff. So I thought I'd do quick fire character change. It's not a very cool. snappy title, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you want from that. That's fine. <laughs> so I think we'll go with just, just that one line that says, so what are you going to do about it? That's the line. So what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I am going to quickfire give you direction after each mm-hmm. time you say that line. So oh, initially, okay. just do it however you think that should be said. So what are you going to do about it? Slower. So what are you going to do about it? More cool. So what are you going to do about it? More urgent. So what are you going to do about it? Emphasis on the third word and the last word. So what are you going to do about it? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Okay, Uh, more natural. So what are you going to do about it? Brighter. So what are you going to do about it? Equal emphasis on each word. So what are you going to do about it? Okay, and back to how you originally did it. So, what are you going to do about it? Okay, that's the one we'll take. 
Okay. As always. It's always the first one, isn't it? Absolutely. But but they always have the feeling since they pay you, a, a, you know, a, a bit of money, they need to work around. They can never say, all right, that's it. 30 <laughs> seconds recording done. Thank you. Bye. Never possible. Yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was fun. That was, was fun. So I like that's a good game. I'm going to have to come up with even maybe you more can, you direction, can, I think. More, more yeah, things to say. Like maybe uh, also characters, like uh, be, I don't know, a one leg pirate. Oh, I love <laughs> that idea. Like that. A one legged pirate? Yeah. Yes. So, what are you going to do about it? <gasps> now I want you to do it as a kitten. So. What are you going to do about it? Okay, now I want you to do it as a Disney villain. So, what are you going to do about it? Now I think you should do it as a politician. So, what are you going to do about it? And now as a school teacher. So, what are you going to do about it? That was a grammar school teacher, <laughs> that sorry. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's preschool teacher. <laughs> and Stereotype. For our very last one, I think we need you to do it as a mouse. So, what are you going to do about it? Oh, and that was my favorite. <laughs> was it? I like the pirate. Oh, I like the pirate too. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> Okay. That's brilliant. Oh, Ooh, I love that That's game. Lovely. That's a good game. That's a great invention. I can only uh, recommend you do it again and again with everybody. Oh, that was fun. Yes, it excellent. Was. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about when you're voicing games. Like, I, I am fascinated in this because I have never done any game voicing before. Ah. Okay. So tell me about about how that works. What's the structure of it? How how many characters do you play? All that kind of thing. Mm. Okay. So that always depends on the casting, of course. It can be if you have a, a one big character in an epic game, of course, then that's clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I'm always the medium-sized ones. And sometimes I get to be two or three in one day. My high score is seven in a oh, day, wow. very, very short ones. And what is exciting for me about it, it's just like with dubbing, you don't get anything in advance. Obviously, the gaming industry, they are very, very careful about leaks and about, you know, spoilers. Yeah. So you come into the studio and you don't know anything. You don't know the name of the game. You don't know the name or anything about the characters. And then you get these takes for the very first time. You get to see them there and then, mm-hmm. uh, which is very exciting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no preparation whatsoever. The only thing that you can do is warm up <laughs> body and voice and then you go for it, which I love. And then usually you have the sound engineer and a director. Last time the director was in Munich and the sound engineer was in Offenbach, which is three hours from there. And I was uh, in my hometown or no, I was in Cologne that time, which is again three hours. So it's great. (laughs) In many cases, we have an English original that we're working on. Mm -hmm. So I, I get the take as it's interpreted by my English speaking colleague. But you will have to make it work for German. So you can't use the the melody of the sentence. You, you just have to turn this around. And sometimes the equivalent of a voice is a different one in 
in German. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a character that goes like, yeah, uh, that's blah, 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 something like that. Yeah. That would be something like this in German. You know, it, ah. it's, it's very, very different because <gasps> the how, yeah, the, the how and then the, you know, all of the things that German audience would need is a bit different. So that's, but that's great fun. And you work on this with a director, but you don't have much time. Well, as always, mm-hmm. time is money. So you better get those takes in. <laughs> <laughs> Will you actually see pictures of the, of the characters that you're no. playing? No, no, very rarely, very rarely. Not even like yeah. a drawing or something so that you could no. go, that's it. Oh, mm. wow. Okay. Interesting. No. It's very, very closed off because, yeah, the gamers industry is yeah. a tough one. No leaks, no spoilers, because this is this is highly valuable information. Mm-hmm. Well, one could go and say, hey, I'm working for you. How can you not trust me with this? But oh, no, I no, think no, they've no, made no, their experiences yeah. and I don't take this personally. It's no. No, yeah. not at all. Um, How interesting. And highly physical. It's very fi- So in one game, for example, you know, the direction is, okay, for these next 15 takes, you are standing on top of a crane shouting down, you know, and then you have to kind of make it work that you kind of feel like and also act like you're on top of a crane. Yeah. Or my, my favorite direction of all times, I, I got to play an agent. And the, the description of this agent was, she's dynamic and cool. And so I thought, okay, okay, she's cool. She's a dynamic and cool character. I can do that. That's all right. right. And then I did these takes and then the director said, yeah, well, okay, I need to give you a bit more information. She's dynamic and cool. That's fine. But she's in this scene, actually, she's standing on top of a moving train. And then, <laughs> you know, there's a tunnel. There, there, there will be a tunnel. So she's dynamic and cool, but she's a bit rushed, I'd say. So I was like, okay, dynamic and cool, but oh, rushed. Wow. Let's do that. That's fantastic. <laughs> But I oh. love this. This is a challenge. Oh, so you've just got to use your, your imagination so strongly oh, yeah. in that situation. Oh, yeah. What fun. And you get to play. You know, it's like a child. Yeah. <laughs> you get yeah. to play. Like a kid in the candy store. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I love doing character work too. It's one of my yeah. favorite things. It's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, but you have to do wow. it so fast, you know, yeah. switch, switch, switch. And, and that's what keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to do... I've written a nonsense poetry jam for you. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. And I put it through Google Translate to uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that it's in, in German as well. I'm sure the, the translation is not going to be very good, but then it doesn't matter it because doesn't. it's a nonsense poetry jam anyway. But oh, when I, I was, love it. So can you see that down the bottom? Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is so cool. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a character. Oh, let's see what you can do with this. Here we go. Oh, narrator. Okay. Oh well. That's nice. So tell this this ridiculous poem like it's a story, if mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. It's not very long, so from the English into the German or the other way around, whichever way you'd like to do it. I'll give you the English first if that's okay. That's fine with me. Thank you. All right. Okay. So that everybody knows the the brilliance and the you know the tech you know understands what this is the about. The complexity, yeah. the depth, the complexity, the facets. The, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Melon be quake, ever carpet, gently vista the way from the dip. Hem of lightning grass knot, for plumsy quarter snow kiss. 
Nebula drinking bolt lump, station of grill mute fling, arduous nostril can't window, though fading lidded this vesper. Could gherkin, snouted cup, melodious pebble jean biscuit, thus leg, deeply. Narrator voice. This this needs to be dramatic though. Also, <laughs> this is dramatic with the questions. Yeah, okay. well. German as a narrator as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge. Okay. <laughs> Maybe when you can. Hey, first... no, no, no. I know you're yeah. narrating a children's book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Melone Bebe, jemals Teppich. Sehen Sie sich das Warum von Dip sanft an. Saum des blitzenden Grases nicht. Für Lot siehe Viertel Schneekuss. Nebel der Bolzenklumpen trinkt. Station der Grillstummschaltung? Mühsames Nasenloch kann kein Fenster öffnen, obwohl das Verblassen diesen Vesper bedeckte. Könnte Gurke, Schnauzenbecher, melodiöser Kieselgenkeks. Also Bein tief. Oh, love it. Do you know what just absolutely killed me when I when I looked at the Google translated version in German hmm. is that I had the word snow kiss, and it seems to have turned it into yeah, one. Schneekuss. That's right. There is an actual snow kiss in German? Uh, you know, the thing is, in German, anything can be a thing. You know, we have nouns. We can build nouns from everything. They can be very, very long. And we can basically compound everything. <laughs> wow. So everything. it's a schne Schneekuss? Schneekus, yeah. Actually, the translation is very accurate. Right. If I look at this okay. here. So, word for word. Yeah, really? word for word. Oh, yeah, yeah. good. It's very good. Good old Google Translate. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I especially like the melodious pebble jean biscuit. <laughs> it's a, a fantastic thing. Uh, melodious pebble yeah. jean biscuit, yeah. Yes, it's <laughs> great. Weirdly, <sighs> weirdly... Very silly, wonderful. Yeah. So, in a perfect world, what would be your favorite, favorite thing to do? Like, is it something My that you already do or something that you would like to do? In a perfect world, <sighs> so in, in my perfect world, I'm, I'm already very close to it because I get to do all of these different things. Yeah, uh, of course, within this perfection, there would always be some melodious. Pebbles <laughs> that I would like to that I would like to work on. So you mentioned, for example, the Disney villain. You know, to be to be in a production like this. You know, to be a Cruella or something. Yeah. that would be really cool. To make it even more perfect, just give me great characters. Let me be them. Let me tell the stories. I I love telling stories. That's why. Um, I ultimately chose this job. I mean, I also people always say, huh, "How can you? How can you combine being a, a voice artist and and a, a host for events, for example?" It's also it's it's telling stories. It's mm. connecting the audience with a story or with something that is happening, which I love. So give me more of that, mm -hmm. and and it's perfect. It's perfect. There you go. That's yeah. wonderful. I'm so happy for you. That is so <laughs> Thank great. Thank you. I mean, and, and, and on top of that, okay, on top of that, 
pay it well. Yeah. That might be good. You do a podcast as well. Have you been podcasting for a oh. long time or no, is this something no, no. new? <laughs> it's very new. Oh. Um, a colleague of mine and I, uh, that was born from a silly idea. Uh, uh, no, I, she actually had a podcast and I was a guest. She mm-hmm. invited me, which was great. And it was a great hour. It was really a nice episode, you know, um, yeah. and and then we had so many people saying, hey, you two, can't you do something together? And we were like, yeah, I mean, we're almost married. We're very good friends. <laughs> Actually, we, we met last year over this COVID period only online. And we've actually only met once when she was in Cologne recording an audiobook. Oh, wow. uh, so, But it has developed into a very strong friendship. And then, then we said, hey, yeah, why not? And so... She said, you know, I've always wanted to do a kind of a late night format for two women because there is no late night with women in Germany anyway. So, yeah. And she said, why not do it as a podcast and then transport it into the morning, like make a mixture of a late night and a morning show uh-huh. with with nonsense topics. So the, the audience, they give us the really important topics that we should be talking about. So the last episode... It was about Easter decoration. Very important topic. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, no. yeah and that's what the show lives off. You know, uh, we have so many great people who tell us things that we should talk about. We have a life hack of the week. It's called Nobody Asks, Nina is Giving You the Answer. <laughs> Love Something it. Like yeah. So it's it's basically just for fun. It's just fun. We'll see where it goes. Uh, we're, we're not ambitious. It's just we're, we're having just a great time. On Saturday, last Saturday, we launched it. And the reactions have been very nice. Very, very great? nice. We were very happy about it. <laughs> so do you build the podcast, like do all the stuff yourself? Do you have a producer or anything like that? Or is it just... Actually, my colleague is. She ah, is okay. She is the magician behind it, let's say, <laughs> because I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. I'm a plug and play kind of girl. You sit me in front of a microphone, I'll do it. But technology, the the technical side, and then the when do you launch it, where, which platform, how do you do the advertising for it? I have no idea. Uh, I, I know how to I know how to build it, and I know how to put it out right. on, a, on a distributor, and then that's good. Uh, yeah, the advertising and all that kind of. Oh no, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm on Instagram. I like Instagram. I can yeah, I, I can too. do Instagram. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fine. But yeah. that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, I have uh-huh. a I have a latent Twitter account that I think I post something on about once oh a year maybe. But um, yeah. Oh, I deleted it. I deleted it. Yeah. it was uh, that was too much for me? Yeah. I have Facebook, and and LinkedIn, and that's that. Yeah. And Instagram. Yeah. And that's that's also so time consuming. I oh know. my god! I know, <sighs> I know. But also fun. I mean, and you meet people. I mean, well, the, the networking it's all possibilities. That stuff. I know. But it's, otherwise, we wouldn't have met Kathy. Co- exactly. <laughs> no, I know, and I love it, and I'm and thank God it exists, and all of that stuff. However, I do spend way too much of my time looking at uh, dogs, in particular. I just. I, <laughs> <laughs> I follow this me, thing called the dodo. British. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Oh, that's nice. I love the dodo. Uh, I, I love the dodo. 
I love people like Celeste Barber. So do I. You know, I just, I, I just love this. Yeah. And and then it's beautiful British country houses. You know, oh, aristocracy. You'll have to send me a link to that one. I have to. <laughs> I don't have any beautiful <laughs> British houses. I did follow something that was only pictures of overgrown Russian palaces. I followed that oh, for a long time. Like these lost places. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's great. That was fantastic. That was really interesting. Oh. And then the other one I, I still follow, I think, is Parisian Doors. Also oh, nice. Doors oh, in yes. Paris. I mean, fantastic. Come on. Who doesn't want to see that? that yeah. <laughs> You know, I agree. This is really oh, lovely. That's the lovely thing um, about Instagram, though. Is there's more pictures and beautiful things. It's friendly. To look at. It is. I much think more Instagram friendly is friendly. Than, yeah. yeah. Than Facebook as well. Facebook tends to <laughs> be an emotional kind of. Ah, it's ugh. a dump. Everybody yeah. dumps their opinion, and that's that. Yeah, true. Although you know, again, I use it. So, so yes. I wanted to. I asked you to bring a piece that you would like to read. I actually have a narrative piece here as well, just in case you oh. wanted to do one of my silly narrative pieces. But um, oh, I would love really. Yeah, I, I actually I was looking for something, and then I I thought it's all too long. Ah, okay. Well, this this <clears throat> so is I'm, just this was the beginning of a story that I started writing, and ooh. then I didn't end up writing it. But one day I probably will. Yeah. So if you want to do that, then great. I would love to. Anything that I should uh, I don't know. consider? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, um, you mean as in character-wise or? Yeah, or anything that you would like me to consider when I read it. Well, uh, no, <laughs> not really. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think so. Uh, I think if uh, I would just read it as you would be reading a story it's just a okay, regular like a, story. Like a it's book. not a kid's book mm -hmm. or anything like that. And okay. it's, not, it's not a murder mystery. It's definitely okay. not a high literature. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it's high literature a, anyway? <laughs> fancy no. words, I think. That's what okay. high Oh, fancy is. words. Okay. No. That's a fancy word. I can see the word egg yolk. That's very fancy. <laughs> That's okay. fancy. All right. So a Prima Vista interpretation, first sight. Here we go. George could taste egg yolk. He could taste it stronger than anything he'd ever tasted in his life. It was like his whole mouth, nose, ears and eyes were soaked in yolk. He tried to open his eyes, but they were sealed shut, glued together. George tried to move his head, first left, then right, then up, and as soon as his head went back, his whole body moved backwards in a quite pleasantly fluid movement. How odd, he thought. He tried to move his legs, but they felt like licorice sticks, able to bend a little bit, but no real muscle control. Am I that unfit? thought George. The effort it took to make those few movements completely tired him out, and he fell asleep. Sometime later, George awoke to a sudden drop in temperature and a hazy light filtering through his eyelids. The flavor of York still pervaded everything. It was not unpleasant, he thought, just incredibly strong. Oh, I love that. Thank you. It was so nice to hear that being read because I just had this idea. I want to know what happens now. Oh, I you do? It's really? Yes. Great. Okay. <laughs> Well, what, fill what me do, in? so who do you think George is and where do you think he is? Or what is, is George? <laughs> I, I was thinking, is he, is he a chick? 
Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So he has woken up inside an egg. And, um, but he's already very reflected, you know, reflective of himself. Yeah. Am I that unfit? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so he doesn't realize that he's no longer in the body he once had, but he is now a chick about to go forth into the world as a pigeon. <laughs> a pigeon. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then he will have all sorts of adventures. He will. He will. So okay. it happened because when I lived in London, the train station right near my house used to have pigeons <laughs> that would oh. nest in the eaves of the of the, the platform covering, you know, and I mm-hmm. could see them up there. And I remember one time, one of the pigeons had died and the other pigeons basically made a nest out of dead pigeon. I was like, this is just the what? We- yeah, exactly. I was just like. What? And it sounds horrific, but but I was fascinated. I know, but I was fascinated by this world of pigeons. I really was. I was just like, so then I thought, what would it be like to be a pigeon? How would you feel? That's amazing. Yeah. So I never, I never thought of it that way. But yes, that's that's really cool. And then a kind of a crime story, like (laughs) murderous. Who killed George's mum? No, I'm kidding. No. Um, oh, gosh. But Yeah, but it could be. But it would be funny. It would not be a serious book by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, of course not. Yeah. But this is great. Okay. Um, I love birds generally. I love um, also the, you know, hawks and, and oh, yeah. all of yeah. uh, I would like to, to work with them, but I don't have the time to learn all that stuff, so I don't get my... A certificate in Germany, you need a certificate for everything, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you do, but here. I love having them on my hand, and and I love birds. Yeah. That's great. They're amazing. I don't know. I can never understand it when somebody says, "I hate those birds." I'm like, "How can you hate a bird? How could I like?" Yeah. Really? How can you hate any animal? Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. uh, they so, all have their right to be here. They do. I love them all. Yes. Um. Thank you for giving us an insight into the world of voiceovers in in your part of the world. Happy to. <laughs> yeah, and you. Thank just, you for having me. Oh, you it's know. an absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure, and just keep being fabulous and enjoying your work the way you do. It's just, and may you get even more character work, and may they pay <sighs> you crazy money for it. <laughs> well, no, that's yeah. not the most important bit. No, no, no. But, uh, the yeah. characters are. Yeah, and maybe uh, that that would also be another dream, you know, like to have an Australian-German collaboration, like a project oh, where we could all be together. That would be Wouldn't fun. that be fun? That would be fun. Spanning the world. I'd that love cool. to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we might talk about this again. All right. Yes, let's do that okay. again. <laughs> Some other. Let my people call your people. Let my people you know. call your people. <laughs> Wait, Kathy, I am my you. people. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> so if people want to find you in the world, where do they find mm-hmm. you? Uh, spell your name so that people can oh find you on Instagram and, and wherever else. Facebook. All right. My Instagram is at Henrike Tönnes. Now, if you can spell that without me spelling it, then you're a winner. It's H-E-N-R-I-K-E-T-O-E-N-N-E-S. That's my Instagram, Henrike Tönnes. Mm -hmm. That's also my website. And you're welcome in my 
digital neighborhood, as I like to call it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Oh, yeah. that makes me feel better about social media if I called it my digital neighborhood. That's great. Well, we're all neighbors yeah. online, aren't we? I agree. Yeah. That's some、lovely. neighbors are very nice. Some are just neighbors, and some. <laughs> well, that's the good thing. Those neighbors you can just Click, ignore, whatever. Ignore、yeah. them. <laughs> you said it. Most of the neighbors are very nice. In my neighborhood, I only have nice people. That's that's <laughs> the way to do it. That is the only way to do it. All right, right, my lovely. Well, thanks again, and and I will see you soon. And thank you for being on Voiceover Voices. Thank you for having me. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> How did? Hang on. Rauxel. 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 Kastrop Rauxel in Germany. Bochum. Correct. <laughs> Bochum. Bochum. I'm putting you to something here. Okay, that's、Bochum. great. Yeah. Bochum. Yeah. Right.、Um, okay, here we go. 